watching the rising billions disrupting tradition always be closing gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies i dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible free your mind nothing happens till something moves i'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths create your blue ocean innovation and collaboration with competition do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life or do you want to come with me and change the world creating uncontested market space i worry that people don't tap into their strengths wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure witnessing unprecedented technology you can fail at what you don't want so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Mitch. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with Alan Witch. My hostess with the mostest. What's going on? You said hostess. That means I got to wear, like, save my legs and wear a skirt. And, you know, I, 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 I don't to do that. So that's yeah, really not did. out of the mind. But well, yeah, uh, try it. Give it a try. Don't be so close-minded. I'm, I'm in touch with my feminine side. I got no problem with that. <laughs> doing great. Having a great morning, Chris. How about yourself? Yeah, we're doing really well, and our guest already spoke up and spoke in, so you probably recognize his voice because we brought him back on, and he's been on a couple of times with us uh, in the show, and we just love uh, having him back. He's always full of uh, you know, great information to share, so this is a good time to get your journals out. The golden nuggets are going to fly, and then it's up to you what you want to do with them, but I say take some massive action and get some stuff done because... Today's show is going to be a good one. Alan, why don't we uh, why don't we bring our guest on? Absolutely. Number one best-selling author, empowerment coach, speaker, sales and marketing man, business genius, the resource man, and a special needs consultant and a friend for years. He's been on our podcast before. He's been a friend for a long time. Chris and, and our guests go way back, and I've, uh, I've come to know our guest uh, here in the last couple of years, and we're both very blessed to uh, to operate on his grid. So without further ado, Barry Lobb, welcome again. Welcome back to Thinkful People. Well, well, thank you for the kind words. I'm looking around to see who you're talking about. Gee. <laughs> well, it's 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 you, Mr. Barry. And it's um, certainly been a while since our guests and our, uh, I guess, our audience have um, heard you come on the show and, and some time has passed. We'll probably just pick up from when that, you know, was, which was really last, if you think about it, probably uh, just maybe just under a year ago. And a lot has happened in your world. So why don't we just bring everybody up to speed? What are well, you up to these days? You know, okay. When you live your life with intention, you absolutely will manifest whatever you want by vibrating on the proper frequency. Well, I made a decision that I wanted to have a dream life. And then I created my objective and what I wanted that to look like. And then I took purposeful action. 
and voila, I live in paradise now. I'm living the life of my dreams. Never thought it could be so good. I actually even believed that I was retiring. <laughs> I've got bad news for you. Yeah. Don't try it. It's too much work. It's much, much easier to pursue what you've been pursuing all along. Because when you have, you believe you have time, it is much more filled than you could have imagined. So I am playing ball and I'm exercising and I'm eating and I'm writing and I'm mentoring and I'm working with kids and touring. And so I'm literally continuing the path that I've always spoken about, but purely living it and handing it off to others. So that, I love that, that. That's, that's where I'm at. That, that speeds Ooh. us up a little bit for sure. You moved in that in that time frame as That's well. That's right. I am now living just outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. There you go. It is Wilmington. gorgeous here. It is ideal for playing ball every day. I play pickleball every day. Ride my bike. Play tennis. Um, University of North Carolina Wilmington has an amazing uh, business mentoring program. And uh, they heard about me and grabbed me. And typically you work with one or two students at a time. Uh, unfortunately, during the uh, recent mixer, uh, 10 kids wanted to work with me. So I figured out a solution and I'm running it as a mentoring mastermind group, which no one ever heard of before. I created it and it's gonna be awesome. They're going to get more out of this it. than they could possibly have gotten on a one-on-one. -on -one. So for sure, come the up with of all those minds. Yeah, for sure. All it's right. going to be incredible, and 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 really excited about that. And you know what Barry didn't share with you is I've been uh, chatting with Barry for uh, a little while now, um, and of course, you know we've always been in contact, and we do a lot of great discussions. And you know I always consider Barry. Uh, not only a really good friend, but you know he's very much like a father figure, and he is very much, um, you know, what I would call my mindset coach. And he's not afraid to tell me, uh, you know, when I've got some stinking thinking. Uh, but recently, recently, if you remember, Barry, uh, you had said you retired, and I said, "There's no bloody way we're bringing you out because we've got to get the message out. We've got to get some things that uh, Barry uh, has been." Um, you know, working on, he, and, and we'll certainly talk about this in a second, but he's been working on a program, uh, which I think is pure genius, and he, and he does have uh, a trademark around it, which is fantastic, and, you know, we're dragging him back out, we're getting him excited, um, we're connecting him with some people, uh, and there's no doubt in my mind that um, you'll hear about Barry uh, in no time soon because of some of the things and initiatives that he's going to be taking on. So besides being busy as a retiree, uh, he's definitely going to get uh, and pull up his socks and get out there speaking, and he's going to talk about a really cool program, and uh, I'll certainly have him uh, chat about it. Uh, Barry, what is POP all about? Well, the acronym, which is just an acronym, Purpose, Objective, Plan, really doesn't even begin to indicate the power of it. 
the whole point of it is to give people, businesses, parents, children, you name it, a formula, believe it or not, for thinking. We go through life doing, but what's missing is the being. What's missing is the passion because it's what you want to be remembered for. And you can tie any activity into that. So I'm literally unmasking people with what they're doing and getting them to the point of, you know, I really am not even sure why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm making money, I'm supporting my family, but we were put on this earth for much, much bigger purposes. And especially in today's world, I mean, one of the things, you know, we, we, we see what's going on in politics, excuse me, we see what's not going on in politics because it's absolutely <laughs> right. insane. And yes. I have people, just like you are dragging me out, I have people who are saying, Barry, why aren't you running for office? Why aren't you doing this? I've been interviewed on local television since I'm down here three times, not planning to be, but because I spoke up at uh, different types of meetings because I'm an environmental activist. Um, there's absolutely nothing that you can't accomplish if you truly understand the target. The problem that most people have is that they are misunderstanding the target and they're hitting it and they're unfulfilled because it isn't the precise target. Once you know the precise target, now you can take the purposeful actions to hit that target. And once you know what those purposeful actions need to be to achieve that objective, well, now you put a plan into place to absolutely reach that objective. And that's what POP is. Purpose, objective, plan. The absolute reason is that your purpose is driven by that objective. All purposes need to be aiming at the objective. And your plan is to make sure that you are doing that in the right order, at the right time, in the right way. That's it. It's that simple. But it's that complicated it. as well. Sure. Very, very, I, that's, all, that's awesome. Tell us a little, I want to back up a second. Tell us a little bit about uh, precise target. Define that for the audience. Okay. Why don't we try a little, just a little example. Okay. And we're going to take an issue. You're out on a cruise ship. You're having a great time. Unfortunately, the ship has a problem. And it starts going down. So all you guys are getting out there in them lifeboats. And I ask you, and I've done this before audiences, what's your objective in that lifeboat? What's your target? What are you looking to do? Do you know that most people will say, we have to get to land. We can't be out at sea. We have to get to land. Does that sound reasonable, Alan? 
Sounds reasonable at, at first glance. Yeah, I think we're all reactionary. And so therefore we go to fight or flight. What do I do? What do I know? What do I pull from? And that exactly. is old as a exactly. kid. Exactly. Well, so your wish, and if you're on a good, strong vibrational level with the universe, you're going to go to land. Wonderful. Oh, no. Little did you know there were cannibals, man-eating cannibals there, just waiting for you to come to land. <laughs> the truth is your actual objective was to get to safety. Stay and alive. So what initially may look like a just objective may not be unless you boil it down to the ultimate level of what you're looking for. And I can do that in many, many situations. Uh, Alan, let's say, because you're in touch with your feminine side, that you're a lovely lady and you're at a singles bar and you're there to meet <clears throat> Chris, who's a tall, dark and handsome man. Play along, Chris, it's okay. There right. you go, buddy. So you're there to meet that tall, dark, and handsome man. So you're sitting at the bar. You look to your left. Oh, my God. There he is. That's me. The tall, dark, and handsome man. Hi. Your eyes connect. You start chatting. The chemistry's great. You start going out together. Uh-oh. Here we go again. This tall, dark, and handsome man turns out to be an alcoholic. How did you figure that? He was at a bar. He is a woman abuser. Oh, no. What do I do now? So maybe your objective was wrong. Maybe your objective was to find somebody who had chemistry, would care for you, take care of you, make you feel special. So the point I'm making is most of what we've been told, the opposite is true. Most of what we believe to be true has no bearing whatsoever because truth is just a belief. And what we need to do and what I have to do because Chris is pulling me out what I need to do is help people understand that most of what they've been told has nothing to do with them. Just because their teachers said it, their parents said it, a boss said it, what does that got to do with you? Whose life are you living? You know, when I had my radio show, I had people calling in all the time because I boiled down for them that they weren't living their life. They were living somebody else's life. Well, and I right. helped them to get to their life. Right. And, and that's what I'm about. We need to stop living under other people's objectives. And that's what absolutely do. And just to clarify, I'm not the tar, tall, dark, dark and handsome guy in that story anymore because he went no. in a direction that I was like completely. I'm sorry. 
Not Chris. even close, but anyway, I'll take it. And uh, for the I'm demonstration, still woman, so. that's right. <laughs> hey, Chris, we had we had a we had to abuse. I mean, use you for purposes. <laughs> oh, well, there you go, there you go. For the purpose of the story, I will take it. Thank but you, you know, you said something back, uh, you know, a little bit uh, ago, and and we go through life instead of uh, being, we're always doing. Um, you know, and it, it remind me of like sort of human beings. Uh, instead, we're human doings. And we're always, you know, busy. You talk to anybody, how's life? You know, busy, busy, busy like, you know, a bee. And look at me, I'm, you know, going all over the place. But I love the uh, framework and the formula because, again, it brings you back to what do you thank you for sharing a couple of different stories on precise targets and what that objective could look like because, you know, quite frankly, most people are swimming in a direction. For one, they don't even know where they're going, uh, unfortunately. Um, and I love this framework because it can help them sit down and really define, you know, what that looks like in their life and what um, they can do to fulfill the things inside of themselves, as you said, as the purpose. And then, you know, ultimately, it, it comes down to planning. So let's talk about planning for a second because. You know, what does that mean for one? Uh, so let's dive into that part of the objective. I think most people understand purpose and, and, and understand the objective now that you've given, you know, some examples of precise targets. But let's talk about plan and how people can plan, because I think that that's one that eludes a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they may have uh, sort of an idea. As we know, uh, a lot of times, Things are off your radar. You have to walk as far as you can see, and you'll see a little further. But that scares the bejesus out of people sometimes. And you know, planning is something that uh, you know I don't see a lot of, even Chris, though it's so here's, crucial. Here's and, the breakdown. Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, you know, I want you to add in, you know, what you said earlier as well as about being a mentor and coaching people. You know, it's it, it's so crucial. And I see all the professionals, let's call them out there in the world. Let's just take, well, I mean, you could take any real professional in, a, in, in, let's say, sports, for example. They all have coaches. I mean, every sport you can think of has someone that mentors or coaches them through so that they get that perspective from someone sitting, let's call it, on the sideline, for better example, mm -hmm. and that they can see what that person's doing and then can course correct them when necessary or better yet in some instances people will come to them to say hey what am i doing wrong or what could i do right let's say um okay. anyway I, I really want to dive into plan but i wanted to add that precursor okay. why it's important about, about coaching and mentoring because here, i know you do a lot of it here is the conundrum people aren't living according to their life. So they end up implementing the wrong plan. And it's usually the wrong plan because it's not to reach their objective, but somebody else's objective. Um, in business, you're in sales and the employer gives you an artificial goal. Well, it isn't what doesn't even resonate with you, but it's what you've been told. So that you believe is your objective. How are you going to hit that? If you're in sports, as you were saying, Chris, 
I don't care what sport it is. So much of coaching in sports is wrong. They look at somebody and they see what can be improved. And they work on that. It's a little frustrating for the person who's building up certain muscles, that's doing certain wind sprints and whatever to achieve that, but they just don't because it's not what they're naturally great at and it's not what they want to be remembered for. So one of the things that I do with people is run them through what I call leg legacy exercises. Like that. And once I can get them to truly develop what they want to hear at their eulogy and what's not being said, that's what they want to be remembered for. So if you want to be remembered for being kind, I don't care what job you're in or what activity you're in or what you're doing. The plan is in every interaction that you're involved in, your force is to be kind and to be cognizant of being kind and understanding what kind actually means to those you're interacting with. Because what it means to you doesn't mean the same thing to somebody else. So planning is doing enough homework that you truly uncover what you want to be remembered for and how that can be delivered in such a way that it's received in that same manner. But if I'm talking to you and you're hearing one thing and I'm doing another thing, we're missing. So part of planning is making sure that your audience your receptor, whatever, is getting what they need so their interpretation and perception of what you're doing turns out to be kindness. And it doesn't have to be just kind. It, you know, I could be generous. I could be um, educational. I could be, I don't know, a, a, a um, person who puts people together. I, I mean, who? there's no limit to what the possibilities are that I want to be remembered for. How I go about it requires me not to just make an announcement, but to really, really uncover what I'm doing and seeing that those that I am interacting with are receiving it so that their perception and my actions, my purposes, are aligned. Okay, Barry, I want to I want to go back. I want to clarify something just a little bit. Talking about um, living under somebody else's objective, and just for all the people that are in a position where they are subordinate, say they are they're in a job, they may have an entrepreneurial mindset. They may, but but they're in a job. They are to a degree required to live up to the expectation of what that job requires of them, so that their results at least follow the corporate, but how, but I think if I, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. I think if I understand you correctly, how I go about achieving that goal needs to be in line with 
how I want to be remembered and how I want to operate as a human being. Because if Absolutely. you always go in opposition of what your employer is, you're going to end up without a job. Okay. So a couple of things going on here. One, and not necessarily in this order, Alan, but one, why are you working there? Why is that the chosen profession? Why is that the chosen company? So if you've yeah, come to the things change over the years, say if you've been there five or eight years, maybe the reason you're, you got in is not necessarily where you're at in your life now. Okay. One of the things that you two gentlemen talk about a lot is choice. If you're not making choices for your best interest, you're living in fear. And all you're doing is going through the motions because you are afraid to live on your own terms. Now, let's say you've chosen a profession or a company that does feel good to you. And what the company is looking to achieve goes along with your goals also. Well, now, you know, we're getting closer. Mm -hmm. Why then would you be bucking what the company wants to achieve? What you will do is work with your strengths and deliver it in such a way that you're passionate and you'll be passionate if it's leaving your legacy. Yeah. There's got to be harmony, not only in what you do, but how you do it. There's no question. There's a lot of people out there that just go day to day because it's habitual. They're used to getting a, a yep. set amount of money. They're used to getting a set amount of responsibility, and they don't want to break out. But that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the people that do want to have an active lifestyle. They want active input in what they're doing. They want active input in the results they're going to get, but maybe they're, but maybe they're not quite sure how to do that. And what you're saying is through POP, it gives them an idea to stand back, understand, one, where do I want to be, do have become? Where do I want that legacy to be? Understand where I'm at and what kind of bridge has to be built for me to get from where I'm at to where I want to be. And then to have the gumption, if that's the right word, to launch into those acts, those step-by-step -step acts to be able to get to where I want to be. Is that a fair analogy? A lot of it, yes. Here's some curious things that we've all heard, but we don't really, really um, live. First of all, both of you, Alan and, and Chris, really understand spirituality. You're spiritual people. Mm -hmm. And you're both accomplished. The reason you're both accomplished is because the universe hears what you're putting out. You're literally manifesting it. Mm -hmm. And literally, the old saying, when the teacher, excuse me, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because the universe says, Alan is ready for this. Have you ever noticed around the world that inventions, so to speak, all happen around the world at the same time? How could that possibly be? 
All of a sudden, everyone understands a television. All of a sudden, everyone understood a fax machine. It didn't just happen in one place and we kept it to ourselves. It's because things, because the universe has a plan. And the universe unveils it at the proper time when you are ready. So as soon as you are ready, something will come into your life to point you in a direction that allows you to be all you could be at that stage of your life. I agree. Because Don't I have to be my own way. Well, what was that? I missed that. I have to be able to get out of my own way to understand that in some cases. But you see, that's what I'm doing with, if I can get enough people to understand pop and to be able to teach it and guide it, that's what you need. You know, people have asked me over the years, who were my mentors? Who did I follow? Where did I get these ideas from? Fortunately, and this may sound strange because again, whatever you believe, the opposite is true. Fortunately, I had no guides. Fortunately, I had no mentors. So I had to develop with my own means and devices everything that I've come to believe and understand. Now, sure, I've been influenced by things that I've read. I've been, but basically I've taken what I've seen and said, okay, but now this can be applied differently. The, again, the old adage, you know, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. So my objective with POP is to teach people how to apply it. And when they can do that, they end up living the life of their dreams, just as I'm doing right now. It's not an accident. But that People life live in want necessarily mean that it has to be an entrepreneurial life. It could be a, no. a life in some other piece as long as you're happy. You could be at. selling pretzels on the corner and be the best pretzel seller that ever was on the face of this earth. And you are happy and you make people happy and you make people smile and you're making tons of money as a pretzel seller. And that's good enough for you. Yes, of course. I mean, the common denominator between all of us on this earth is that we just want to be happy. And happy, happiness could be exactly what you said in terms of that example. And, you know, it could be the reverse to that. And, and someone who, you know, big builds big corporations and runs thousands of, you know, employees and, you know, um, creates all kinds of new inventions or, or whatever that may be. But, you know, let's go back to one thing because I believe that people live in a lot of want and yeah. there's a thin line between wanting and not having. And not having it is what generally happens with people is because they turn their focus. We'll talk about the universal manifestation and law of attraction because we're on that top topic. And, you know, some of our audience may not believe, uh, but some of the audience may be curious and some of the audience may truly, you know, understand this stuff. But the thin line is really where the mind goes. And, you know, it's like that saying that, um, you know, Napoleon Hill uh, had talked about, and I'll probably crucify it a little bit, but, you know, it's whatever the mind can bring itself to, you know, conceive mm -hmm. and believe it will achieve. But see, I think the belief thing is um, actually uh, um, something that I've been learning lately that you have to bring yourself to know and expect. Okay. Let me point something out, Chris. 
in, in, in my book, The Mind Stretch, I opened it up with a paradigm called the cycle of causation. And if we start out with how do you know anything? How do you know what you know? And by the way, you know, you're talking about want and need. The other element that needed to be brought into the equation was your should. Because most people do and are frustrated from the should side sure and does. never even get to the need and the want side. Okay, but leave that as it may. Um, if we're chatting about your belief, where did it come from? People are running around saying, this is true, this is true. How do you Environment, know? social heredity, probably, for most people. And then people. you do something. Family. Which means you end up having an experience with it. Right. That experience, based on your interpretation of that experience, now has given you a perception. So this cycle keeps going. It could be positive, it could be negative, but everything gets colored by the way you think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If we change the way you think, we then change your experience. For sure. We change your language. We, For sure. We change, and you may decide, hey, I like this truth better than the other one I was playing with. Yeah, it also Generally, helps. Because you gotta trust. Like, Something's sure. different. Sorry, Chris. I just, yeah, I, it, it, got, it comes down to trust. You have to have well, the trust I mean, to get out where you're at. When people walk, you know, listen, at the end of the day, you know, life is lived forward and, you know, often understood by looking backwards. And, you know, mm. you find yourself in these belief systems, you know, when we're younger or even a day ago in some cases where people have had massive paradigm shifts. And that no longer serves because they have, you know, sort of the new insight that happened from usually experiences or, you know, sometimes and often, you know, a setback. Setbacks, you know, are often feared, but it's the path to growth. So it's that big, you know, to call it a conundrum if you want. We all want to grow, but we don't want to go through the pain to grow because we fear it. You just there. brought up a very, very important topic. There are two major emotions. You can live with fear or you can live with love. Love means you're not going to ever be hurt. You'll right. always be taken care of. You don't have to live through fear. Now, many times we've heard somebody starts going through a midlife crisis. Right. There's no such thing as a midlife crisis. And even the terminology is absurd. What we're right. going through is a period where we're reevaluating what we're doing, who we are, why we're doing it, and how we're doing it. Right. So even the language we've been taught is fear based and negative. It's a crisis. Run for the, <laughs> you know. No, it's not. It's an opportunity. It, Remember, it opportunity. crisis and opportunity mean the same thing. For sure they do. The and greatest gift of all is adversity. It is very a gift. Much so. Very, much, very so. much so. And, I mean, you can listen to story after story. And, you know, certainly we've had many podcast shows behind this one today. And we'll have many going forward. And it all comes down to that story. 
you know, of some sort of adversity or struggle that had created what people are now experiencing as opportunity, success, if you want. And, you know, oftentimes, like we just, you know, talked about, it's that, you know, we don't want to go through that because we're in that comfort zone, but we know that comfort zone, nothing grows. And, you know, life is about expansion. Life is about experience and life is about going after the things that make you happy whatever that may be for you. And, you know, talking to the audience right now, you know, step back a little bit and think about, and, you know, the beauty about this show and, and when it is recorded, you can rewind a little bit. And I encourage you to go back and think about these things because, you know, when you ponder thought and you ask yourself great questions, and, and, and certainly Barry has provided a lot of great questions today to think about, it gives you an opportunity to reassess and ask yourself, are you living your authentic life? Are you living the life you really want to live? And is there something that, you know, you really want? And all it really takes, and I often ask, you know, people that I mentor and coach this one question, how many steps does it get, does it take to get out of your comfort zone? And, you know, that simple question is not so easy to answer for most people, even though the answer is... The answer is only one step. <laughs> one second. Imagine if you were taught in school by parents to embrace adversity because it meant something great. Was You'd have no problem getting out of your comfort zone because you see it's going to be all right. It's going to be good. Your greatest fears have never materialized. They've yeah. never happened. So stop concentrating on what could go wrong and concentrate on what could go right, what could go great, what could be amazing. When we sure. learn to think like that, the world opens up to you. We got to break out of that cultural shift because that's what it sure. is. We have to break out of what the norm is, what we're taught, what's around us, the people we associate with, the environments that we're in, the people that we listen to, the food that we eat, the habits that we do, the cars that we drive, are all associated within our circle of influence. So to be, do, and have something different than that, then you have to break out of that. You okay, have to now I'm and now I'm gonna challenge you, Alan. You yeah. use the word we have to. We don't have to do anything. We either choose to, or we don't choose, choose to. And yeah, but I'm if you choose to, you have to do it. Um, no, you don't <laughs> have to do Because you gotta hold yourself accountable to your decision, right? And that's a choice. Yeah, it comes down to choices. It's still we can have semantics. We can have semantics here. I'm yeah, we're playing with words, else. but I think people do that. <laughs> well, sure. but have to means I'm accounting to somebody else and I'm living their life. Choice oh, I, means... I disagree with that. I disagree with that. If I okay. make a decision of, of what I'm going to do, then I uh, then I'm ob obliged to my own credentials right. to follow that. So I right. have to follow what I'm committing to doing. Yes, that's, that's how I do it anyway. But that's because you've made up your mind, not True, that somebody right. made it up for you. True. True. Right. And yeah. it does yeah. come down to decision. Absolutely. Or you know, you're never going to grow. The basis, the basis to everything is decision, right? So, you know, the fact is, once you make the decision, you take the action, and then you have to align the thoughts because that's the three things that really make things happen anyway. I mean, let's face it. And the one thing you can control in most cases, everyone's perfect. Everybody has a negative thought. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a negative feeling. 
But the one thing that I believe that makes the big difference in all people that you can control is you can control action. Right. And I've seen so many people talk about it, think about it, not do anything about it, want it, be sad about it, be happy about it, but the action is never there, so therefore they never have it. So, you know, one thing that I've learned is you just got to take the action and the people, places, events, circumstances start to happen because it's, you know, it comes down to that simple quote, and I love it, it's my favorite, it's in my office, nothing happens until something moves. Right. It's physics. Right. It's and physics. When- and what you're and when what you're doing is fulfilling that burning passion at the moment. There you even go. if it means yep. running into a fire to save your child, sure. you don't have to. But you do it because you are so into accomplishing that, it's your choice. Right. It doesn't even have to be a conscious choice. For sure. But it's still your burning desire to make that happen. And that makes the difference. And the reason I'm a nitpicker on the words is because somebody comes to me and says, so I guess I have to do that, don't I? And I look at them and I go, no, you don't. You don't? (laughs) You don't. Don't do it for me. But if it's a burning desire for you, get your ass out there and make it happen. Hey, Barry, before we go further, I wanted to, how do people work with you? Because I know there's people out there going, how do I get a hold of Barry? What do I need to do? Where can I find him? Um, Tell you how to get a hold of you. Okay. I'm going to just let you know I'm very selective at this point. Um, Someone really has to demonstrate to me that they're really, really serious and they can make a difference and an impact that benefits themselves and others. Um, I'll give you my, uh, I can be reached at Barry at BarryLaub.com. Um, I can be reached, I'll give you a phone number, 516, you can text me, 244-3100. And I'll take a phone call, I'll take a conversation, I'll look at any, I'm open, and yet, you have to really demonstrate to me, and uh, this may sound arrogant, but you're worthy of my time at this point. Because, and worthy of my time doesn't mean the money, it means you are committed to you. You are committed to making a difference. You are committed to, if I help you and I help 5 million other people or 5, hundred other people or 50 other people as a result of what I give to you, you're worth it. There you go. Absolutely. I love it. So, yeah. Listen to it. I love Sorry. it. Let's go for it. <laughs> Just want to shout out to C-Suite Radio. Um, we're now featured on that platform and we're really excited to be here. Also want to shout out to the audience. We uh, you guys coming in and listen to these discussions. They're, you know, like today, fireside, fireside chats we love the back and forth between our audience and, uh, and our guests and, and, of course, what Alan and I do. So you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podomatic as our platforms. And, of course, we're featured on C-Suite Radio. Barry, these shows go super fast. They always do. Uh, you know, we've been cranking along here. And we just want to um, honor you for, you know, standing up and, um, doing what you do and, you know, again, 
going out there and I'm pulling you out to, you know, get this uh, on the stage and in front of people and you know, we're going to build that platform and work with you on that and we're really excited about that, I can honestly tell you. Um, it's going to be a, a great thing to watch and, and see manifest. Um, Alan, always a you know, great pleasure, uh, you know, doing this show with you, of course. And we, uh, you know, just about out of time. So let's, uh, let's, let's bring Barry to uh, the last segment of our show, which is really leaving the audience with something to ponder. Mm -hmm. I'm gladly. Let's the do it. The reason why doing something like this is so meaningful to me is because if I even say one thing that makes you scratch your head, or that you don't agree with, or that you see differently, I'm getting you to think. The more I can get people to think and not just do, the better chance we have of you accomplishing and living the life you were meant to live. And that's what I'm committed to. And that's really what I want. And we've gotten so many mixed messages that we have no idea what we're doing. I just want to remove that clutter so that all of a sudden I created a vacuum where everything going on between your ears is coming from you. And that's really what I want. And I wish all of you greatness, wonderful kindness, joy, love. And it's, it, you can have it. You really can. Get out of your shadow. Stop being afraid. You can make anything happen. Trust me, if you knew my story and we didn't do it today, if I could do it, you can do it, believe me. Well, Barry, there it's been go. a real pleasure to, to have you on the show today. I know that I've gained a lot, and I, there's a, there's more shows in us here with you. And I guess that's another question, is will you come back on? Uh, do you, what do you think, Alan? <laughs> yeah. That's a loaded That's a loaded question I if mean, I've ever heard one. Any time that I have a chance to deliver something, because it, that's my passion. I will never say no. I will never say no. So thank you for that. And yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you to the audience again for uh, tuning into our show. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions or anybody that you'd like us to interview, you can catch us at info at thinkbullbeeble.com. And our production manager, Nicole, will take care of that. Barry, always good to see you, my friend. Alan, you have a great day as well. Thank you, gentlemen. The audience. Thank, you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. For sure. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>